Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Western North Carolina fishing report with Dale Collins of Tuckaseegee Fly Shop. How's it going, Dale? Going well, Marvin. Resting up here after a, it's been a long road of trips and uh, spent a little time on the vice, filling the box back up and uh, regrouping for, for another busy week here. Well, that's great. I imagine, you know, it looks like things have cooled off and we're getting rain, so we're probably kind of moving into what we would expect to see in western North Carolina this time of year. That's right. We had a little tropical system move through this last weekend. It got us a couple inches of rain, and it was just what we needed. It wasn't like this downpour. It was a good soaking rain over about 12 hours. And, um, you know, most of that water is already already moved on because uh, we were so low. Uh, but the waters, especially on the creeks, never really got too out of hand. Um, they did overnight, but then by the morning it was it was it was great. It was back to normal. Uh, washed a lot of the leaves out that it, that had piled up, so that was nice. Um, and then we got some more rain moving through tonight, and uh, maybe around a half an inch overnight. And doesn't really mess things up for uh, daytime fishing tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. And it looks like you're going to have that kind of rainfall pattern for about half of the next ten or fifteen days. Looked on the weather. Yeah, that's we'll take what we can get. It's you know you have to be careful what you wish for. You know we just finished the uh, 2018 into most of I'd say seven months of 19 is a really wet um, 100 inch rainfall amount kind of year, and then it's like the faucet turned off, and uh, and then we 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 lost all that. So, um, but we're we're kind of getting them slightly back to normal. So it's it is nice. Well, that's great, and I assume the state's now kind of back on track with stocking now that we've got water and cooler temperatures? That's right. The cooler temperatures matter, and uh, that's that's been a tremendous help. And Duke Energies um, had some water moving through their gates, so that's helped on the Tuckaseegee spread a lot of the fish out. Uh, the, West Fork, um, the West Fork of the Pigeon Delayed Harvest actually has doubled um, its volume of water. It had been flowing around 17. CFS cubic feet per second, and uh, this morning it was th- flowing around 33, 34 cubic feet per second. So it actually has doubled since the last weekend. And to give you an idea, back in the spring that was normally running around uh, between 60 and 85. So uh, that was that was pretty low. So we're we're glad to see um, you know the fish are spreading out and and they're in the places they should be and. And they're not just, you know, all grouped together from uh, from when NC Wildlife introduced them to these beautiful streams. Got it. And I assume on the DH, um, with more water, are folks able to kind of fish what they would traditionally think they can fish for DH fish, more attract-oriented patterns, and maybe not have to go down to 6X tippet? That's right, yeah. You can uh, you can get in there. I would stick with the 5X because um, it's, it's still pretty clear water. Um, but we're, you know, the girdle bugs, uh, trailed with an egg pattern or squirmy wormy. That did really well for me today. Um, the Frenchie, the Frenchie saw some action. So, yeah, that, that tells you they're kind of starting to look for more of the natural patterns. Um, yeah, they've been in there for a couple weeks now and they're getting educated. Um, so you don't want to go too trashy. Um, you know, fish something natural looking with something flashy and that, that'll, that'll do a trick pretty good got it what about uh, on the wild streams in the park wild streams in the park those, those water levels they came up with that rain and they kind of 
gotten right back to where they were before the rain, just maybe a, a maybe just below normal, I guess is the best way to put it. Um, but they were very clear. So you definitely want to start with 6X though. Um, definitely dry dropper set up, October Caddis. Um, the orange parachute Adams is, is a really good trick right now. Um, you can see it really well, floats high. You can drop flies underneath it uh, nicely. And uh, the wild trout are just really doing some damage on those patterns right now. Anything orange. So orange stimulator, uh, October caddis, all that stuff is, is just really doing well. Well, that's great. And I was really kind of surprised we were chatting before we started recording the report that your smallmouth bite is still going strong. That's right. Yeah, we're uh, Ben Bergen, that guy for Smallies. He's, he's been getting out there and after some trout trips and finding them. And we're still even having some folks actually looking for smallmouth. And their their water temperature that they like is right around 60 degrees. And we're, we're just underneath that on the tail race here between 55 and 60 in the afternoon. So um, it's still a, a pretty good bite there for us. Uh, throwing streamers, real flashy stuff. Your game changers, your perdatch minnows. Um, Creelix minnows, things like that. It'll, it'll turn some heads. Well, that's great. And that dovetails really well. Jonathan Morrison in a question for you, Dale. And he asks, is it crazy for me to try and fish the wild trout streams around Bryson city during DH season? Man, that's, that's a great question, Jonathan. Um, thanks for sending that in the, uh, that's actually, you know, I, I remember a time there was, gosh, this might've been 10 years ago now. I came down through Webster and saw, I think I counted 30 people on the Tucker CG delayed harvest there, just in the Webster stretch. Um, and I was like, I just don't feel like doing it. So I went to uh, Bradley Fork up in the National Park, um, right there off the, it's a branch off the O'Connor Lefty. And I had the place to myself, didn't see another soul, and had a 30 fish afternoon. So uh, to fish around in the dry flies. So um, that's, that's, and, and it was incredibly beautiful. I mean, it's the stuff calendars, you know, dream to have uh, for their October spread uh, for the Great Swiggy Mountain National Park. So it's a great time to hit those wild waters. It can get a little technical right now if the dry dropper stuff isn't working. Um, you know, one one wild stream I was guiding on this weekend, we had to drop down to really light foam indicators, uh, 6X tippet with a number 18 brassy and an 18 blue wing soft tackle. So um you're they can get a little more technical but it's fun trying to figure that out as opposed to just tying on a mop fly and, and going and whacking a bunch of fish well not to mention you have the place to yourself which to me is a huge bonus yeah that's right that's it that's exactly right same thing goes for smallmouth right now too if, if you were to go into some of the better smallmouth stretches right now you're you're not going to see another boat or another angler well, folks, that's really great advice, and keep the questions coming. If you'll send them to us on the Articulate Fly Facebook page, uh, if we read your question on the report, I'll send you some Articulate Fly swag, and you'll be entered in a drawing for a gift certificate uh, from the Tuckasegee Fly Shop. And uh, before I let you go, Dale, I know you've got an event coming up in November. You want to tell folks a little bit about that? That's right. November 2nd, uh, Nantahala Brewing, Silva Outpost. We're having the, uh, I think it's the fifth or sixth time we've done I think it's the fifth. Um, Smoky Mountain Fly Fishing Festival. And, you know, what we do is it's, it's going to run from 12 to 4. And we're just celebrating the fly fishing heritage of our community. Um, so we've got a lot of the, the cottage craft uh, folks uh, of the fly fishing industry coming in that uh, Corey Easter, uh, CE products that makes fly tying bases, 
uh, Brady's handmade nets, Josh Brady, he makes some beautiful wooden nets, uh, and some different, uh, a couple guide services and local nonprofits. Um, IFTD being moved in November kind of took away a lot of our national brand presence. A lot of those reps are, are just getting back from that. And, uh, kind of worn out and don't feel like hitting the road. So I can understand that. Um, so not necessarily the, the same national presence that we had in the years past with Sims and, and other rod companies, but still a great representation of, uh, the industry locally. Um, and, and some of the smaller stuff, you know, the, the stuff that you're not going to find in the Drake magazine, but that, that can make your life a lot easier on the vice or on the water. Well, that's great. And I'll be sure to put a link to that in the show notes of this fishing report. And before I let you go, Dale, why don't you let folks know where they can uh, find the shop so they can come in and visit with you and Bobby and Dale and the shop dogs and maybe book a guide trip. Absolutely. So, uh, both shops, uh, we're located, uh, one is in Bryson city downtown. It's right on the corner. Got a giant, uh, brown trout statue out in front of the shop. That's three depot street. And then we're over in Silva, uh, five thirty West main street. And that's, uh, right in the heart of the, the North Carolina trout capital there online tuckflyshop.com. We take a lot of the vowels out of the word, make it a little easier. Uh, but tuckflyshop.com seems to be pretty easy for folks to find. Uh, and also on the social media networks, find us on there, same handle. Well, that's great. I really appreciate it. And folks, we recently launched our apps. So if you, uh, if you're an iPhone user, you can find it in the app store. And if you're an Android user, you can find it in the Google play store, uh, or the Amazon Android store. And if you use the apps, you'll start to see bonus content. And it's really going to be one of the best ways to kind of keep up with what we're doing at the articulate fly. And, uh, it's great news. It's cooling off. We've got water folks get out there and catch a few tight lines, everybody tight lines, Dale. Thanks. You too, Marvin.